Do you have a hard time putting yourself in other people's shoes? Today, we're talking about how to be more empathetic. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to our show. Yes. It's not little. You know, people like, yellow show, yellow podcast. It's not that. The big one. The big, okay. Welcome back to the big bravada. Welcome back, <laughs> y'all. You know, I was reading something. And it said, I'm in a season. <laughs> uh, come on. What is that? Of stepping into my bravado. I said, oh. Well, how fitting. Right? How fitting. I need to, because I've been feeling like I've been in my... What were you on, pattern? No, I think it was Cafe Astrology. Okay. Same, same. The sister cousin. Same material. The sister, sister cousin. Yeah. Okay, how'd that make you feel? I said, oh, okay, I'm, it, is it? Because I've been feeling kind of like, you know, blah. Recently? Slightly blah. Recently? Yeah, I've been feeling a little blah. Oh, I've been feeling ugly. That is what I mean by blah as well. That's oh, okay. been, it's so that- been all encompassing, like kind of just like, uh, energy, not really that low, but just, you know, I'm not feeling like I'm glowing and mm-hmm. Yeah, flowing. I feel ugly, but I know once I get my hair done and my lip threaded. Yeah, the lip. I am getting my hair done. There's nothing like having hair on your top lip. It's oh nothing like getting your hair done eyebrows and your done. eyebrows done at the same time. It's like an instant face, face lip. Yes. And adding the lip, it's like giving filler, Botox, okay? Lip face has been lifted. Botox has been Girl, injected. I'm starting to feel like I need to get start getting my lip hit. You said that, but I don't think you do because I can't see nothing. The only thing is when you up close, you can. And I'm the only reason why I've been avoiding it is because I heard once you start tampering with it, it grows back thicker. Of course. I don't know about thicker, but you have to maintain it. You see, I got a little peach fuzz bug going on. I'm like, oh, Lord. I don't even want nobody to look at me. I'm like, please. Exactly. Hand over the mouth. <laughs> Hand over the mouth, chuckling. Okay, girl. I cannot wait to get touched. And all week, I'm gonna have a, a week of pamper. Same. We gonna nails, lo- we gonna love your your the nails, toes. Uh, toes. Yeah, you you're giving you're giving vacation prep. Yeah, it is gonna be a vacation. It's giving big prep. vacation prep, and you're excited. I am excited. Okay. I'm very excited for my birthday, my Aruba trip. We love a birthday trip. I know. I was talking to my mom. And I was telling her um, that we were doing like y'all birthday dinner on Sunday because Alicia was going to be out of town for mm-hmm. her birthday and you were going to Aruba. She was like, you girls are really doing it. <laughs> the girls are really doing it. She was like, you it. girls are really doing it. I love that. Yeah. You know we love a birthday trip. We do. I was feeling kind of like, 
no, I don't want to say sad, but kind of like, oh, I'm not going to be celebrating my birthday all month for real. Yeah. You know, I really like to do that because I don't have anything planned for when I come back from Aruba. And I just hate that for me. Do you want to do something? God, I need you to. You don't have to hate it. That's the thing. You have control. Yeah. Because I'm like, uh, something can be done. I have to think. I, w- I would love to do like an activity of sorts, you know, bowling. You want to do karaoke again? Oh, that could be that cute. was cute and fun. Do you feel like it's too soon? No. Okay, maybe we'll, a maybe lot we'll was gather left, gather. A this. lot was left on the floor. <laughs> There's so many songs. We didn't sing no jagged edge songs. We didn't sing not one jagged edge. We song. didn't. And oh, we sung a or life. Oh hell, the life Jennings. Yeah. Okay, Even we we going back. Know. We yeah, going back. That's an easy run back. We're going to go back. Good okay, quality yes. fun. I like that. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Because I was like, damn. I don't even got nothing No, I know to the do. feeling. I know the feeling because I felt like for my birthday, the trip wasn't enough for me. You went on a trip? We went to Mexico. Oh, you yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> you were there. Yeah. I felt like the trip wasn't enough for me, although I was grateful for the trip and the trip was great. It wasn't it's enough different. excitement. I just felt like I wanted to, like, you know, be fully celebrated. Yeah, continue with the celebration. Yeah, like a trip is like we on a trip. But, you know, you want to be sung happy birthday. You want to be in the energy <laughs> of me personally. Shit, it's a milestone. Same. And another thing is I was thinking I'm going to be with my man the whole trip. Right. It's going to be like a week of vacation. Yeah. You know, not necessarily like birthday right, energy. Right, right, right. I'm only going to have one day of birthday energy on my actual birthday. Yeah. No, I need to come back and run it back up. I need to spin the block again. So, yeah, karaoke or some bowling or some sort of cute activity. Yeah. Although bowling is not good for the girls with nails. Right. Let's do karaoke. Yeah, I'll be damned if I mess up my set. (laughs) No, I can hold a mic. We can hold the mic. The way we couldn't put the mic down, they need to bring a few in there this time. Two is not enough. Oh, yeah. We need four. I think the more people you have, you know, we had a small room. It'll be a family thing, too. Yeah, you, okay, we can good. do a bigger room. You can do up to 40 people. Not that many folks, though. I'm just saying, you know, many. they have a capacity. Yes. Okay, but now it's going to be a thing. It's we'll a do cute a little thing. place. We'll do a little yes. family, a little friends. We'll sprinkle it all in, and it'll be a good time. Good idea. I'm glad you said that, because I was like, damn. Don't let it slip by. No, no, no. We're you really have something. to grab your birthday by the handlebars. Otherwise, and make it what be, you yeah. want to make it, you know? Yeah. It's your responsibility. Make it what you want to make and it. And your friends. Yeah. You and your friends. <laughs> you're going to loop them in. Tag them in. Tag them in. Tag yeah. them in. Yeah. So, good. We're going to do that. Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Does it need to be? Was it? We'll talk logistics. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk logistics. So I'm about to get so into yeah, it. So, yeah. Birthday energy. But happy birthday to all the Libras this month. Happy birthday to all the Libras. October Libras go crazy. Y'all cute. October Libras, yes. What's wrong with the September Libra? There's nothing wrong with a September Libra, but oh. you know how people, you know. Why do people do that? In my mind, uh, a sign is a sign. No, it's different. I don't think the August Virgos are different than September ones. For maybe Libras, people, maybe other Yeah, Virgos maybe it depends do. on if you interact with I'm them. I'm damn near a Leo because I'm on the cusp. Oh my God, we love to say when we're on the cusp. <laughs> I'm on the cusp. I am, and I'm a Leo rising. I'm on the cusp. No, I feel like October Libras are a little different. All the Libras I know are, are October ones. Oh, my nephew's a Libra. He's a September Libra. All the October Libras you know are all the same, are all similar. You don't think? No. I no? told you this before. Every Libra that I know is different. That's interesting. To me. 
maybe because I know all of you all like closely. So it's like, you know, it's not a broad like, oh, Libra girl. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you happen to be a Libra. To well, me. Well, happy birthday to all my Libras during the Libra season, whether you are September or October. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Scale pride. <laughs> I feel like the the fairy is the perfect October emoji thing. It very much so gives that. It gives like okay. Well, if that's the emoji for Libras for Virgos, I'm gonna say we're the brown hand with pink nails. I feel like y'all are the emoji. Why? But when it's like you see, this is what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> fuck you it very much so guys I've already organized already it already had it ready to go, go to here hell. it is go I'm serving hell, it on a platter that's what it gives whatever it gives that I don't think there's anything wrong with it it gives girl you ate that <laughs> have you seen what people have been talking about that G-Y-A-T like got people thought it was got like goddamn. but really it's girl you ate that G-Y-A-T is girl you ate that oh I haven't even seen that new lingo got oh yeah, that's what it it gives. So that's y'all emoji. Period. Yeah, it's giving. I have it all figured out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anywho. Anyway, we're here with y'all in our goodie bags. Yeah, in our October goodie bags, baby. In our October goodie bags. Uh-huh. It's a pumpkin. Full of surprises. It's a it little is. plastic pumpkin with Spooky. that black handle on it. I loved that. But you know, we went trick-or-treating with sheets. Yeah. That was a 99 cent. That was only 99 cent. Why weren't we more prepared? That was probably 79 cents. It wasn't cent about then. being prepared. It was about maximizing your. The fun, oh, the, the snacks? Your, the yeah, candy. your candy. That little pail. I like that, though. More aesthetic. The sheet is greedy. The sheet is greedy. The sheet is giving everything you got. Yeah. The dump it giving, in there. But a pail gives my. I was already prepared for this. Girl. Prepared are kids mommy. even going? I know we're on a tangent, but are kids even going trick or treating anymore? I don't know. I thought about that. I was or like, is that a I thing of the past? Candy? I feel like it's getting past 2020. Put a stop. Happy October, spooky season. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with sound effects, but we're here in our goodie bag month with a new episode. Yeah, so y'all, today we are talking about empathy and the lack thereof, and the lack of it. More and more, we are living our lives in a bubble. We only or majorly deal with people who look like us, talk like us, are interested in the same things, go to the same church. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And because of that, we are starting to have less and less concern or care for the people that are opposite of that. Yeah. Because we feel like, you know, we're the same or we should be the same. It's very, it's become very homogenized. Yeah. And it's hard to see other people's perspectives. It is. It's an empathy deficit, y'all. That causes an empathy deficit. Yes. And when you're experiencing an empathy, imp oh shit, now there's going to be a tongue twisting ass. <laughs> when you're experiencing an empathy de ooh, deficit, you are basically unable to like look outside of your own perspective, your only your own viewpoints and see other people's perspectives and viewpoints. Thus, you know, creating breakdowns in communication, not being able to respect other people's beliefs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hatred. We know that this is at the center of hatred. Yes. The lack of empathy. Yes. Hatred towards other groups and yeah. people's beliefs. 
in issues. I've learned to just. And you know what? That's a problem. That's not even enough. It's not. That's not even enough. That's the issue. That's I am a part issue. of the problem. That's the issue. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know, sometimes you'd be like, Y'all could do whatever y'all want to do. It's one thing to be like, y'all could do whatever you want to do. I don't have anything to say bad about it. But it's like, actually, a lot of these issues are affecting all of us. If it's affecting one person, then it's affecting everyone. So it's not enough just to say, it's y'all issue. I just don't got nothing bad to say about it. Or y'all good with me, but then not standing in solidarity. Being an ally. Being an ally. Right. We. It's so easy to ignore things that don't affect us. Yeah. But... That's how we come to this deficit. Yeah. There's just a lack of care. It's really polarizing. And it's really a problem. And I've really been feeling like, ooh, I've become more aware. Yeah, for sure. I've become more aware of it in the role that I have been playing in the damn deficit. (laughs) And we all have a role. So first step is to. Be able to distinguish between empathy and sympathy. Because mm. you might be sitting back like, I know I'm empathetic or I know I'm sympathetic. We love to call ourselves em- empaths. Empaths. And don't got no empathy. It's impossible to be that way. So we're just going to break down the difference. So empathy is being able to put yourself into other people's shoes to truly understand their feelings it's like, how would I feel if I was in your position? Yeah. Not just understanding where you're coming from because I've dealt with my own situations. That is sympathy. Yes. I can sympathize and see where you're coming from because I've either had some sort of experience or or I can imagine what that feels like. But it's not me actually inserting myself into your problem, into your shoes and being like, whoa, if I was there, this is how I would feel or handle that situation. It's a big difference, y'all. It's a huge difference. And it's really eye opening. Yeah, it really is eye opening to distinguish between the two Yeah, and realize like how you show up because it is easier to show up for people when you feel like I feel you because I felt it before Yeah, versus being completely foreign to it and still trying to show up. Um, So, yeah, like we said, when you have this lack of empathy, it causes us to be self-centered. It causes us to feel isolated Because like we mentioned, we are all one community, Mm -hmm. supposed to be the United States. And it definitely feels very divided a lot of the times. Even not just even in in our little smaller globally. Yeah, globally, for real. Globally, you know, there's so many issues that only are impacting the United States or issues that are impacting our brethren and sistren across the nation and it's like oh that's not happening here that national emergency doesn't impact me i'm not affected by it yeah um and being less empathetic happens when we are focused on acquiring more power more wealth more things Mm -hmm. more status yeah we're not worried about other people we're worried about ourselves And sometimes that is what consumes my thoughts a lot of the time. How am I advancing for self? What am I focusing my energy on for the betterment of Brittany? Yeah. Honestly. But then your heart is beating to the rhythm of what you have, not who you are. You know, that's really what the lack of empathy is like. Everything that I'm doing is about who I am. I mean, what I have. Not the type of person I am. Or what I contribute to the world. Or who am I to other people. Right. It's just like, what can I do to secure my bag? And I was thinking that. 
I don't think that I'm a bad person. I don't think that people um, think of me as a bad person, mm-hmm. but I really want to work on being a better person. And being a part of the community at large. Yeah. Because when we are like working on getting things, attaining, only advancing ourselves, getting our bag, not thinking about how it's impacted other people, we have this like false sense of self-sufficiency. We're hyper-independent. And it really only further alienates us from the fact that like the true reality is that we're all here together. We're interconnected. We have to sink or swim together. There's no like you without the rest of us. There's no rest of us without you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Consider global warming. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't care about it because it's like, you know, that don't have nothing to do with me, but all of our behaviors contribute to the outcome of global warming. And even if we're not here, when the shit goes to hell, it's going to affect somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your fa- your grandkids, your children's children's children will be here the and they will be suffering or gun laws, you know? And I know that that's touchy. I know that gun laws and mass shootings are touchy, but it's like we can look at it on the news and see that it's happening. But until it's in our for at our front door in our backyard so our children's school are shot up right we lose a warning. family member yeah you know somebody close to you dies due to it's un sick ass gun laws yeah then it's kind of like yeah we need better gun control but like what are you really doing how are we really working towards changing policy so that it doesn't happen to us it's like everything is okay until it happens to you there i'm not really concerned like but it's gut I don't want to say it's going to happen to us, but you get what I'm saying? Like tragedy. Right. Let's talk about it on a lower scale, like not maybe not being affected by the gun laws. But their life is full of twists and turns, as many of us sometimes are. Yeah. That was many failures. Right. Like for us to think that we'll never be faced with a moment where we need some empathy is very naive and selfish. Like something's going to happen where we're going to need people to show up for us in a way that we were too self-centered to show up for someone else because we couldn't relate. Think about that. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. And I don't want to be that type of person. (laughs) Like, honestly, I really don't. Yeah. It's not okay. It's not a good thought. And so many times I've been like, not in, maybe not even intentionally, but like just my natural way of just not understanding, like, you know, somebody else's situation. Yeah. And just moving about life. And I've been blessed to like maybe not have experienced so many tragedies at this moment, but maybe you never know. You never know. So, how empathetic do you believe you are? I believe there's room for improvement for sure. I definitely, and like I said, when we talked about the difference between sympathy and empathy, I have had it confused. Yeah. I have had it twisted. Up. I've had it twisted. I have been feeling like, you know, I definitely am empathetic. I feel for people. Yeah, I do yeah. feel for people, especially when I know what they're going through, especially when I can understand fully what they are going through. But if I don't, I'm like, why are you? Why is it so hard? Get up, figure it out. Yeah. You know, I can do it. You should be able to do it. Like, no. Yeah. There's room for me definitely to be more empathetic. That's why I'm happy we're having this conversation because, like I said, I'm aware mm-hmm. that there's room for me to be more empathetic. Yeah. There's room for me to put myself in other people's shoes and really like get where they're coming from from that perspective. Yeah. How about you? I think there's a flaw in my empathy. 
I think that like it's a little bit easier for me to understand people who are closer to me, like proximity, if they're going through something and put myself in their shoes. But if it's beyond me, then I'm kind of like, now, you know, you shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I really am empathetic towards pets animals girl and the way you're empathetic towards a pet i know and that is an area of opportunity for me yeah because i will understand the struggles of i ain't never even been in a dog's shoes but i just think about how sad it must be to be in that position and then i'll look at the person who who they're with and i'm like but you should be doing better right you should be doing better and that is not cool that's not cool of me but i do want to soften my heart to people's like struggles even struggles that I don't understand, you Same. know, and not just make it like, oh, well, that's it, something you should be able to get over. I know. I want to do the same. You know. Because we're all dealt different cards. You know what I'm saying? So and you'll never know when somebody going to pull the big ace out on you. You just never Joker. know. You, you just never. <laughs> when the cards go switch. That's that's also I really I'm using that analogy is good. When you're dealt your your hand of cards, you might think. You're good, but you don't know what somebody else might have or when the tables might turn. And it's like, damn, I was. I did it. have a good hand. I had all my books. Yeah. Now we're short. Now we done reneged. And that's why you got to be empathetic. Okay. You came to the table thinking you were going to win, but you didn't know that somebody else had the big joker. You didn't know. You, you just didn't know. know that. That's the thing. That's one thing that keeps me in check as much humble. as possible. Yeah. That keeps me humble. Just never knowing. Yeah. It's like, how dare you? Anything could happen. How dare you have such an inflated ego to where you think you're just like you're just yeah. invincible yeah. to trauma or drama or things happening that will really greatly affect your life. And that also keeps me in check. I really like where we're going here. And I think there's so much more to talk about empathy. And we're going to do that right after we take this quick little break. Are you a good mom that's made some bad choices? Maybe you're an auntie who just wants to turn the fuck up. Maybe you just want to find your tribe. Well, it's Erica and Jamila from Good Moms, Bad Choices, our weekly podcast where we discuss all our bad choices, sex, dating, and everything in between is coming to Los Angeles on October 21st. That's right, me, Erica, and me, Mila. So if you are looking for the ultimate girls night, turn up, have fun, have a drink, Call a babysitter or bring your husband or boyfriend for date night. Come see us. The theme is naughty or nice. So I expect all of you to come looking sexy because, bitch, it's my birthday. If you came to our last tour, then you know how we do at a good mom show. So make sure you call your girls, bring your date, and let us be the foreplay to an evening full of surprises, entertainment, and maybe a little bit of debauchery. Lizzie Jeff, the rap priestess herself, will be in the building curating the sounds. So make sure you click the link in this episode description. And we'll see you in LA. We'll see you in LA. Hey, bookies. We got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and 
also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Okay, y'all, so we've acknowledged that there's a deficit. There is an empathy deficit. And even greater, I read that there has been research that has shown that the empathy deficit has increased even more after COVID, of course, yeah. because we were isolated. We weren't around people. 
we weren't affected the same ways as some other people were. So it's getting worse. I could tell we were being very selfish during the pandemic, taking all the toilet papers, taking all the groceries. It's like your neighbors are going to come into the same grocery store and not have nothing. And y'all are stockpiling hoarding. And I know it was a very um, unprecedented time, unprecedented time where we didn't know what the fuck was going on and where our next this or that was coming from. But y'all come on. I even think think about the way some people were responding on that next door app. Yeah. Like just a complete lack of empathy for people who were actually losing their lives or family members were losing their lives. Yeah. Because they hadn't lost anyone. I know. So there's room for all of us to be more empathetic. Especially generally speaking, but even more so in our close relationships. I know you said that it's easier for you to be empathetic in our close in your close relationships. But I think because we're in such a deficit, this can happen unconsciously. You know, we could be not showing empathy and then not even be a conscious act because we're so used to the way that we do things. So think about gender roles, right? It may be customary for a woman to do certain things like take care of all of the in-home duties, the cooking, the The shopping. Right. (laughs) The cooking, the cleaning, the shopping and all that shit to the point where it's like nothing's done to relieve her of those duties or to consider maybe she's stressed, maybe she's overworked, maybe she's overwhelmed. And it's like a lack of empathy or consideration there. Yeah. Because this is what you're supposed to be doing. I had um, read a really great example and it's like you want more family time. In your household, this is coming from a man's perspective. You want to be more present in your household. But like when you get home, you're tired. You want to deload. You know what I mean? Decompress. Watch your game, your sports. So then that takes precedence. It's like sympathizing is like, yeah, I know what it would feel like. I really wish we could spend more time or there's been desire to do so. But being empathetic would be like, let me put myself in my family's shoes. What do my family need? What does my family need for me? Do they need me to be more present? Yeah. Can I put down my game council shit to lock in with the family? Can I step in and like cook with my wife today? Or can I, what, what can we do? Because yeah, there are opportunities for us to support and really lean into understanding how the people close to us are feeling. I even think about like grandparents or some of us who are, have older parents. We're out of the house. There's more calls that we could make or when they're calling us, this is me for sure. My grandma calls me all the time. And most of the time I answer, but sometimes I get a little annoyed. Like yeah. the other day she called me all throughout the day for a bunch of little stuff. And it, she was calling me back to back to back. Can you give me an Uber? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do that? And I was doing everything that a good granddaughter would do. But at the end of the night, after I had got the fifth, sixth, seventh call, I said, this gotta be, I answered the phone. I said, Graham, this gotta be the last call tonight. Oh, this guy, no, I'm not being mean. I'm just being completely transparent. Cause we had been talking in a short period of time too. It was like, Call me at the doctor's office. Talk to me on your way home. Can you give me an Uber? Yeah, I can get you an Uber. You get home. You tell me. Did she call me? I said, now what else do we got to talk about today? Yeah. So I said, Graham, this got to be the last call. I, I know. I know. I'm just going to tell oh. you. I'm going to tell you this. And I'm like, okay. But there's room for me to understand it. Like, maybe she's lonely. Yeah, she don't really have people she can call. All right. And it's like, how would I feel if I was an elder and my kids and grandchildren had gone away and started having living their lives of their own? And then it's kind of like, low key, I'm forgotten about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
in those moments, it checks me and I'm like, yo, I could just be a little more kinder, a little more softer. I could lean in a little bit more because I understand the place that she's coming from. Yeah. Even though it's a little annoying. And then also thinking like, but I be letting my friends call me all damn day. Right. I still be a little irritated depending on what they want to talk about. Yeah. But I don't think about it nearly as much as I'm like, Graham, why, why are you, you keep calling? Why are you running my phone up? burning? Right. Up? So, yeah, there's room for us. Yeah. And speaking of friends, like if your friend is going through something and you're not in the same position as them, maybe you wouldn't even navigate the situation like they are or, you know, or would. There is still room for us to be kind and offer them assistance and offer them a non-irritated ear. Yeah. Because they're going through some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they really are. And they're calling you for a reason. They trust you. Maybe they think you have good counsel. They just need somebody to talk to and honestly offload (laughs) the fuck going on. I know. And it gets tough. And it's important for us to extend ourselves, you know, in a healthy way, mm-hmm. because there is going to be some time in the future where you go need them. I know. And that's what she that would that is what should allow us to move like in empathy, because it's like my time will come. It might not be this person that I have to talk to, but I'm going to need somebody, need somebody. Right. Like, we maybe, all need somebody to lean on. And I'm sick. And I know that sounds good. I ain't even got no motherfucking <laughs> headphones on, but it sounds like we were in harmony. But yeah, well, you might be to somebody else. You're going to need somebody to be to you. So I don't even think we have to look at it like a back and forth or like, okay, I'm going to get this back Yeah, you. it might not be from them. It's, it's not. But you're going to need that support. Yes. I don't know nobody who hasn't needed somebody to lean on. I know. Like, baby. And I'm always grateful for the people in my life that I can lean on. Like when I really need empathy. And that's the thing about empathy to be empathetic, you have to be more empathetic. To receive empathy, you have to give empathy. Yeah. It's such a cycle. You know what I mean? It's like you can't expect more of what you don't want to give. Right. You have to be the change. That's yeah. what they say. So because being empathetic involves understanding and sharing the feelings of others, we have a few questions that you might want to ask yourself if you are ever in a position where your human nature takes over. And it's like, yo, really, I got to take a step back and be more empathetic. So what is the person that you're talking about talking to? What's their perspective? Mm. What's their perspective? You know, what emotions are they experiencing right now? Yeah. What would I do if I were in their shoes? Now, that's the biggie. Just put yourself in their position. What would you do if your son was at home? Crying all over the bedroom floor because he's hungry. And the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man. That was a real deep song. Because his daddy's gone. Somewhere smoking rock now. In and out of lockdown. I ain't got a job now. So for you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. Mm. She said, what would you do? Get up. She asked the question. Yeah, what would you do? What are you about to do? Sing another song? No, that's what they said in the Uh. song. What would you do? Get up off my feet. Stop making tired excuses. What would you do? That's the part that says, girl, you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I know, but really, I uh, I really think that is the golden question. What would you do if they, if you were in their shoes? You what ain't been you in do? them, but think about it. Just really think about it. Exactly. What would you do if your rights were being compromised? What would you do if your people were being slain on the streets? Yeah. What would you, how would you be responding if you weren't? Born into a certain privilege. Right. What would you do if you were dealing with what it is that we're dealing with? What would you do if your heart was broken? What? Like uh, your heart might not have been broken before, but think about how it would feel 
if your heart was. was cracked in two. Another question you can ask yourself is, what do they need right now? And what can I do to help? What do you That's need? That's a good one. And what can I do to what help? What do they need? What do they need? Not what it is that I want to give. Ooh. Because that's different. What I want to give and what you might need are different. Oh, my God. So, And that's true empathy. Exactly. Because we do have to check ourselves. And I've done this before. Yeah. I will give people what I feel like I can give and it not be what they need. And I'm like, I'm trying to or help. not be you. enough. Right. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but you're not. Because you're not giving me what I really need. You're not helping me. Another question. Am I being judgmental? Um, and the last two questions, how would I want to be treated in this situation? And what can I learn from their experiences? Mm. All of this is just inserting ourselves where we can resonate with people on a deep level. Resonate, connect, understand. It's all about connecting. Yeah. There's been a lack of connection, which has caused us to have a lack of empathy. Yeah. We are not trying to connect. It's so easy for us to connect with the people we already gang with or the people who look familiar. But when it comes to other people, it's like, oh, get away from me. What the fuck? You different. Like, yeah. I, I, I got no time for this. It's uncomfortable. I don't have I got to exert too much energy. What? Yeah. What do you want from me? But we have some solutions. <laughs> we are going to solve this or try to. Hell, we don't got all the answers. We don't. We're going to do better, though. So stick around. We're going to have some tips and tricks coming up right after this. Okay, y'all, before we get into the tips, tricks, and flips, <laughs> flip that finger onto the follow button, <laughs> click the bell, and make sure you have rated this show. Now. We haven't been on your necks like we used to be about the ratings. Oh, but baby, we're going to be on your necks again. We, Because <laughs> you already know the girls are wide, going widespread <laughs> beginning November 1st. So you will be able to listen to the Black Girl Bravado, this show, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Podcast. Meaning we'll be back on Apple. We'll be back on your necks about a written review. Exactly. But if you have not just left your stars, that's what you need to be doing. And also letting us know what you think about the episodes. Uh-huh. Another thing that you can do, we're talking about connecting all through this episode. And if you are looking to connect deeper, then maybe you should join us over at the Homegirl Hangout. It's our exclusive membership community via Patreon, where we give you more of what you already love. There's bonus content, uh, a group chat, a book club, our affirmations. There's tons of stuff, journal prompts, and a backlog of content that it will take you years to get through. Yes. Literally. Literally. So, so, should we get back? No, there's one more thing. Oh, there's I want one to more say. thing. We are traveling mm-hmm. to Belize. We have our She Connects Unlocking Sisterhood retreat where we are taking a group of girls to the island. <laughs> That's key, Belize. And we are connecting. We are having a good time. We are unlocking sisterhood mm. we're doing all the things that we want you to do it with us so we have a few slots left book your spot don't worry about who's coming with you there's already people there waiting on you period there's already people there waiting on you and if you feel a little nervous we are here to make you feel comfortable we are going to be connecting before we even get to believe so you don't have nothing to worry about gonna it's going to be a good time don't let the boat leave you literally right okay or the plane 
Let's get let's get back to the shop. Okay, y'all, back at it again. Back at it again with more tools for your toolkit. Tools for your toolkit. So, did you know that there is said to be three kinds of empathy? I didn't explain it. Okay, so cognitive, emotional, and compassionate empathy are the most discussed types. So cognitive empathy involves the ability to identify how someone else feels. Mm. Cognitively, we are, we're identifying that. Yeah, I can see it. Emotional empathy, empathy is linked to feeling what someone else is feeling in a challenging situation. And then compassionate empathy is a combination. Combination. Combination of cognitive empathy. An emotional empathy that encourages you to act out of concern. Mm-hmm. You can think about it. You can feel it. And now we're acting. Yeah. So naturally, some people are more empathetic. They already possess this compassion and empathy. Now, these are the real empaths. Exactly. The ones who are doing. These are the ones. The yeah. They They're already got it. Feeling the, the, the faux empaths. Yeah. Be like, I can feel it. I can feel everything that everybody's going through. And they're just offloading. And I feel it. But what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? There are some people who are just naturally empathetic. I feel like my grandma. Sense sensitive. I feel like this is my grandma. Yeah. Um. The ladies of our, our, our of the past. Yes. Who are present with us, the older. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the generations. Prior. It's just some people, it's just in them. It's just in them. But for those of us who aren't naturally empathetic and have identified that there's some work here, we have good news. You can train yourself to become more empathetic through intentional practices, rewiring of the brain, you know, that neuroplasticity that we talked about. If we keep doing these practices, we will get, learn to be more empathetic. That yeah, makes me feel the good. Muscle. That makes me feel good because you know, one trait of a psychopath Lack of empathy. Yeah. They have no fucking empathy. Now, I know I'm not a psychopath. No, you're not. But just imagine being that. I can see why. We're all a few steps away. (laughs) A few steps away. So let's get into some of these practices that we can start implementing so that we can retrain our brains to be more empathetic. Why don't we? Yeah. So the first is to confront your own bias and privilege. Y'all, we all have our own biases. We all have our own privileges, but acknowledging that is the first step and the second step yeah. to taking action. Remember, we want to be at, we want to be moved to action. Yeah. To overcoming not feeling as empathetic as you could as you could be. Yeah, for sure. Like we have privileges and we need to acknowledge who is disadvantaged. Yeah. And who has the advantages. We talk about white privilege all the time. And if, we, if people just <laughs> acknowledge their privilege they would be moving differently. You know, when we interact with others, you got to know what's going on. Period. You got to know what's going on. Um, The second step to be more empathetic is to talk to some new people. Like we mentioned at the top of this conversation, we are in bubbles and we're so used to communing and interacting with the people who are very similar to us, who have went to college with us, who go to the places places that we frequent, that we start to be closed off to others. So we have to push ourselves to talk to new people. We can imagine how people are feeling, but sometimes that's just not enough. Yeah. You got to get in the field. You have to you have to ask people, hey. How are you feeling? Uh, right. Empathy and curiosity, they go hand in hand. Yes. It's a combo. And the way that you can 
flex that muscle is to start having more conversations with people, with strangers, your coworkers. Dig a little deeper beyond the surface. Today at church, which I almost cringed at the thought of talking to somebody for 90 seconds, but they were like, we really want to build community in here. We have to talk like to your neighbor for 90 seconds, ask them the question. Why are you in, why are you in Los Angeles? And I'm glad that I was able to just lean in and talk to the person who was right in front of me. It was nice. Like I learned about him. He said he was in Los Angeles initially for his dreams, but now he calls it home. And I was like, how poetic, poetic. (laughs) but I, I was just like, how sweet, you know? And it just made me, it made me sort of grateful for that sweet little moment that we just shared as strangers. Yeah. But I was like, this is nice. And we should do more of this. We should. The more that we talk to people, especially people that we don't know and become familiar, then things don't seem so strange and distant. They don't seem so different. It's like, oh, okay. And he was different than me. Right. In many ways. The I girl tell. next to me was a black woman, but still different. And I usually do the same. I cringe at the thought of talking to a stranger, of engaging in yeah. small talk. Yeah. When it really should be big talk. Right. What you but it's with? like, ugh. Right. I have to talk to somebody. I have to talk to somebody that I don't know. But I want to do better with that. Um, Another way to encourage like talking to new people and learning about different people is to follow people on social media that are different from you. Yeah. That are different race, that have different backgrounds, different religion, different political perspectives. You know, someone who has mentioned this before. Our good auntie, Mylik. She intentionally engages in things that she isn't naturally interested in so that she, I don't think it's so that she can be empathetic but I'm sure that's a byproduct yeah you know because girl I could be Ray Charles to a lot yeah I really can so doing this I'm sure it will help me and I feel like it helps you become more cultured being more cultured allows you to be more empathetic because you have more reverence more respect for other people's like the way that they're doing things when you travel abroad and you really appreciate the culture then you can be more empathetic when you go to Dubai and you have to be fully covered up it's like I am putting myself in these people's shoes yeah. I'm respecting their religion their the culture the ways of the land and I am going to assimilate in this way right you know but when you go somewhere you you're so stuck in your own bubble you don't want to go anywhere or do anything you you're uncultured wanna... right and unempathetic we don't even be want to talk to people in our own damn backyards no exactly like I hope the neighbor don't stop me I'll be a quick hey, hey and you know the other day I'm proud of myself. What'd you do? So, you know, we got you when you live in a neighborhood, you got the same like delivery yeah. person or whatever. Dana is the name of mine. Who, and usually Amazon post office what? UPS. Okay. Um, usually it'd just be like a high by like a wave or something. But you know what I did? Cause I remember he told me like a while ago that he had uh his wife had just had a baby. I said, how's the baby doing? Like, how's the baby? So he told me about like her going to this new daycare. That's like a really like super advanced daycare where she's learning all all these things. And then like he told me about, I learned that he had a son. He showed me pictures of the family and the wife. And we were just talking. And I was really proud of myself because that is not something that I ever do. I try to keep it light, really short and sweet. I don't want to know shit. But I'm like, I need to do this more. What the hell am I running from? Yeah. And when we're doing that, 
another tip to be more empathetic is to really engage, listen, pay attention to your body language and your gestures and put away your devices and like really lock in with the person. Today, I, when I was talking to Michael was his name, I was like keeping eye contact with him and mm-hmm. just really expressing that I was grateful for the moment that we were sharing. And I was like, it was a pleasure talking to you. Mm -hmm. You know, people really remember those moments in the same way how you felt like you were proud of yourself. I think everybody's having those moments where they're like, that was nice. That was nicer than I thought it would be. Right. And I want to do that more often. Yeah. So, yeah. Get to talking. Open up. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Another thing we can do is remember that it's not always about you decentering of the self yeah and i think we talked about that but this is another way to do it we don't always have to understand everything about everyone to make them feel respected Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it's just we're not gonna know we don't have to understand but we you might not what's that word you might not um (laughs) what is it i think it was from a song but they said but you will respect me Oh, um, I know where you're going with it, but I can't get it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right, right. Now we're You don't have to understand that. everything to respect about someone to respect them. And also, we have to stop making assumptions about people based on what our life is like. We are all unique. If unique? you got the if you got the drive to ride around and get it and you ain't never seen a hard time and mm. You know, you know how to make a, a dollar out of 15 cents. We cannot assume that everybody, again, was dealt those same cards. Yeah. And it's really easy to say what you would do. Or if I was in that situation, I would have been gone. I would have been over it. I would have been. Slow down. Right. You don't know Everyone's what coming from a different place. And a different platform, a different playing field. You know, the other day, I like it when I feel called to do something and then I act on it. And I'm not too to my own arm because I think that's another thing without, about empathy. Sometimes people don't want to do things because their ego is like they're driven by their ego and who's going to see it. Mm. But I was walking down the street going to get my massage. And I know that I'm going to just say this. Sometimes when we see people who are unhoused or dealing with homelessness, we have this idea of what their life might have been like or what got them into that position. And then we judge like, I'm not going to give you this money because you're just going to smoke it up or use it, you know, whatever we come up with. And I had $11 in my wallet and I never carry cash. And I seen this man and his dog and I know the dog softened it, but I was still thinking about the man Mm -hmm. and I was walking by and I'm like, I'm going to give him the money that I have in my wallet. And I just took it out and I gave it to him. And I was like, I would like to give you this money. You know, he was like, thank you. God bless you. But I was thinking in that moment, wow, how sad it must be to not have the things that you want or you need or shelter and be outside with your pet and be not be able to take a warm shower. You know, it's all the stuff that we do every day that we take advantage, um, take for, for granted, granted yeah. that I'm like, God bless this man. Yeah. You know, God bless him. And all because I don't understand how he got there or what put him in that situation. It's not for me to understand it. I can still give or do what I can in the moment to hopefully ease his burden. Yeah. That was all. I that was to nice say. of you. Yeah. And I wasn't doing it with for nobody to see. Period. Girl, no camera know, right, right, right. Um, another thing about like decentering ourselves is advocating for things that don't have a direct effect on us. Mm-hmm. So that's donating to a cause that's advocating for parental leave, even if you're not a parent. Yeah. Rallying behind. It's L- being a real ally. Yes. It's being an ally, not just standing on the sidelines. And I know I could do better at that. Yeah. 
I can do better at that. I'm sure we all can. Cause it's like, girl, I don't give it in. One thing I hate about work is when the parents be like, I got to take off this. I need this. I can't because, because I got my kids. I'm like, I, I have other responsibilities too. But really what I need to say is yes. Let the parents have their time. Yeah. Let Cause the, the responsibilities be looking different. I know, but shit. I know, but my see, empathy. Too. I know, I know. I'm like, my low be, be heavy, heavy too. too. <laughs> For empathy, you know. But who is the, that's another thing for the parents to do at work. Think about the load of the un, the p- people who don't got no motherfucking kids. I'm carrying something. Be, let's be more empathetic and start taking a left turn, but even still. Not thinking about ourselves. It's so easy to be like, you know, I, I, you better than me. I know. Uh, we love you better than me. Couldn't be me. Tagline. Couldn't be me. Think about instead of saying couldn't be me, start saying could be. Would be me. Could be me. Might be me. If it was me. It could be. Should be. Not should If it wasn't for. It would be. What's that when you see somebody out? You done made or, a whole riddle. <laughs> when you see somebody out and they're disenfranchised or they're going through something, it's but for the grace of God, there go I. That's being empath- empathetic. Seeing them, them yes that could be me out there yeah i could be in that same position dog you don't even know you might be you just don't know what the, you told you the big ace the big ace the big ace but we're gonna get this back on track another solution to being more empathetic or how you can flex your empathy muscle is to explore the world firsthand y'all developing empathy is can be challenging if we don't have access to other people's stories and realities so this looks like volunteering at shelters hospitals community centers you know making it a goal to meet people from different backgrounds in yourselves yeah outside already, the box yeah we talked about traveling attending events with diverse audiences maybe where your people don't normally hang out but being exposed to different music genres i mean all type of stuff activities will have, yeah will allow you to see people differently because the more we ex- um, expose ourselves to new stories and live situations you know we can really learn a level of tolerance and a variety of perspective that can help us really look after one another. We want to be arm in arm with our neighbor. Listen, because as much as I love and hold near and dear to my heart, a black experience. That's my favorite kind. My fave. My favorite kind. It's my fave. I can also acknowledge that there's room for me to experience more mm-hmm. outside of my beloved black experience yeah you know mm-hmm. i don't want to be closed off i don't want to be simple-minded she said what she said so those are some good practices there is a psychotherapist by the name of kirsten zaleski she's also a researcher who says that we can implement these daily, these habits and these three habits or processes into our daily lives to make sure we're always working on flexing this muscle. So the first one is recognize a challenge another human being may be facing. Then we're going to look inward and connect to the emotion that the challenge provokes in you. Now, this is important for me because I damn near can't handle my own emotion, so... I'm going to pay attention to it. And then finally transfer the emotion into action and offer it back to the person. That way we're tapping into that compassionate empathy. The cognitive and the emotional. Yeah. Love these tips. And I think that we can take all of them, apply them to our life. This is so applicable to real life. So 
analyze your own level of empathy, the people of uh, who are around you and challenge yourself and others to be more empathetic. When you see something happening or a friend say something where it's like, oh, that wasn't nice. Check them on it gently, kindly, you know, like, oh, well, how would you feel if you were in that situation? Right. What do you think? Or you can change the, the conversation. What do you think got them there? How do you think they started to have this experience? You know, what would you do differently if you were in their shoes? Right. Then people start to, uh, 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 I didn't know. Right. Now at the time we don't know because we haven't been there, but think about it. Yeah. Take a long gander. Really just sit with it. Like, ooh, you know, I have a thing. I'm not going to get dark. Okay, Okay, (laughs) y'all. Girls and y'all. Girls and girls. We've come to the final end of the show. Now it's time to pick up your pen. We're We're dropping dropping a gem. So this is the final segment of the show. This is where we share ideas, content, gems that are checking us, wrecking us, inspiring us, cheat codes, all here. You can share your gems or your, um, yeah, your gems, things that you want us to know by hitting the homegirl hotline and we'll share here on the show. All righty. So. A couple of episodes ago, I told y'all about the FSA HSA hack for the aura ring. Why we call everything a hack? It don't even damn near be a hack. It'd be a but hack. <laughs> It'd be a hack. Y'all, I just stumbled upon some more things. Okay, so if you are an FSA or HSA girly, there is a whole list of things that we can get from Sephora, y'all, that are FSA HSA eligible, and they have some good shit on there. There's like acne products is super goop on there yeah because you know you get sunscreen and acne care there's lemur products on there y'all you know who's the queen of K-skin. this skin alicia she'll find some shit that she can get through her hsa she Does got her she? dyson her um, oh yeah you can get yeah because there's a there's a whole website that i already knew about there's yeah. a, a a website where you can get things but girl the sephora hat girl, yeah 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 you can get the red light blue light therapy mask you can get Tap in. Look at all the things that you can Just get. Just go to Sephora in the search bar. Type in FSA, HSA eligible. And it's going to give you a whole page of all the products. Do you have like cleansers? You to the people? They had the necessary body cleanser oh. with, it was the acne one. Oh, okay. Um, It has to be like acne a pro- a or problem. Right. Sun, sunscreen. Yeah. Okay. But they had so many things, y'all. So many things. A lip balm, the Laneige, that that should be something. I don't know if the Laneige was on there, but the K-Skin SPF lip balm was on there. They have some good stuff. Take advantage. Don't sleep. Especially if you're FSA, HSA, girly, which next year I will be. And you know, you can also invest those funds so they can be making money in your sleep. Okay. And then you can really get your thing. Money moves. Yeah. With Brittany. The FSA, HSA queen. (laughs) Love that. Well, thank you for sharing that. Hopefully, y'all take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, we will be back next we week with another goodie in our bag. Love, Love you. you. Bye. <laughs>